Welcome to the 21st episode of The Brief. I'm your host, Taryam Sobehi, MEPRA's new chair and the new podcast host. So today you'll be hearing from a familiar voice, our former chair, Jonty Summers. We'll be discussing the past, the present, looking back at the year that was 2020, and focusing what's in store for MEPRA members and the industry in 2021. So welcome back, Jonty. Thank you, Tarium. Uh, it's great to be here. Good to know that uh, you don't leave uh, to be cast out into the wilderness. So it's wonderful to be invited back. And congratulations uh, congratulations on your new role as, as chair. And I know you've got a, a strong team, including some new faces on the on the board. Uh, and I'm sure that the membership will be, will be uh, delighted to uh, be uh, working with you guys over the coming couple of years. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for you and the team for paving the way for us. And uh, you know, we'll keep you as close as we can. Yes, it's an it's an interesting. It's important to note actually that Metpr is very much a team. There, are, you know, there's lots of there's there are lots of different uh, people involved, uh, not just the people who you see, you know, on the on the on social media. Uh, and I think you know, with a strategy board which is you know nearly fifty people, a youth board which is you know. To, to, 10 a dozen people i think uh, and plus the executive board there's a lot of plus all the organizations behind all those people there are lots of there are lots of people to be uh, to who have it have a have a, a role to play in the future of the industry absolutely i'm only one month in as chairman but already i've noticed um, a great amount of collaboration and participation and you know i think this uh, type of family atmosphere as you say uh, will only lead us to you know some great uh, achievements in in 2021 but uh, yeah, before yeah. we get into the way forward, um, I think, you know, having you having uh, successfully uh, led MEPRA through a, a successful year of 2019, and of course, um, um, having uh, taken us through one of the most challenging years, if not the most challenging year for MEPRA in 2020, uh, with also uh, not just taking us through it, but also successfully launching uh, many new uh, platforms and initiatives. So I think our listeners and definitely myself would love to hear a little bit about your experience and your suggestions on, on how we can move forward. So, uh, if you don't mind, uh, well, well, it definitely—I mean, it, it definitely would not have been a choice to have uh, have, have had to have uh, been uh, the chair of Metpro for twenty twenty. I think you know, when you take on the the, the chair role, you get a two year term, and it's fair to say that. You know, I took all, I took over. You know, and Metro had been was flying in 2018, and you know, the awards are looking great. Your initiatives looking great. We started 2020, and it, you know, we, in fact, we start. You know, 2019, we we started and we we flew through, and it was you know, lots of lots of great stuff there. And then obviously, it was really very much a, a, a chair a, a chair a period of two parts because you know, 2020. I, I think the my overwhelming feeling is one of great responsibility i think when you are when you when you have a membership body with with, a, with lots of different people involved and the, and the communications industry throughout the region has you know, employs a great number of people and you can see that it's tough for a lot of them and that people don't know really know what is what is coming up there's a great responsibility to 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 try to do the right thing at all times and that and that's uh 
that's uh, that that definitely focused my mind and i know the board's mind and i know the executive team's mind in 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 thinking through what would make the most difference for positive benefit to members so you know we i think that's that's definitely that's definitely how i'd i'd, I'd frame it uh, it 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 wasn't it wasn't easy but i think as a as a body of people and i think as a, as a, as we said at the start there are a lot of people involved and i don't think you can you can do this role without really taking advantage of all the talent that you have across the region in all as many different organizations as possible to say you know what how how can you help how can you help um because if everybody does a small percentage of an effort then you can actually get quite a big impact and i think when when i look back at 2020 i think there are you know there the are you know i, I I think our response was was good, you know, in the in the face of tremendous uncertainty and lack of resource, and we don't have to dwell too much on that. But when your revenues come from from revenues from awards and sponsorships, and and, and none of that is happening, that that places quite a strain on you. But I think we I think we used our resources really well. Uh, to create uh, and, co- and collated member resources really well to create things like the resource hub, which was kind of a, a platform to keep um, members connected. Um, you know, we, there was a lot of outreach to members. And I know, you know, our executive team, Sabrina and Natalie, did a lot of work around uh, around reaching out to, to members just to find, just to check in and find out how everybody was. So things like the mental health impact survey to, to understand, you know, how, how people were feeling the business impact survey um, you know did, did a similar a similar thing to just understand the impact of, of COVID-19 on the industry and the issues affecting them um, we did I'm really really pleased that we I mean, we did a we did a lot of stuff that you know really really stands out uh, I think the I think the stuff we did around workplace wellness um, was was really terrific actually and because the mental health impact survey did reveal some quite disturbing results about how 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 down a lot of people were feeling it was a very difficult time so to launch the workplace wellness program to help support organizations and individuals so that they had tools to prioritize mental well-being um you know would took it was a was a was a big effort uh and it it uh but it but it worked and that program provided a, a holistic approach to supporting all the industry's professionals and completely free to metro members you know, including free consultations um free access to to mental health professionals uh and that was that was really that was really a terrific um initiative and, and it's and it and and it's been quite well used and i think you know a, a few of our a few of our board uh no, to be Swada Sarkal were extremely uh, proactive uh, in in promoting that and making that happen, um, which was which was which was you know, terrific. Um, you know, when you it's interesting when you look back, uh, you, you realise you've done a lot because I mean I could, I could go through I could go through a long list of of things that we did with with you know relatively few resources and just our kind of energy and 
uh, and the commitment of, of, a, of a bunch of different people. So, you know, internships continue to happen. We created a talent directory. You know, we did, we continued to do virtual, virtual summer schools. Actually, the, the training part was really, really, really popular. Um, and I think, I think we all know that events benefited actually quite a lot from, from lockdown. You know, the, the, the ability to access video conferencing has actually helped this region tremendously. And I, I think most public relations practitioners would argue it makes it much easier to do practical things like putting on media roundtables and press conferences and stuff. And you, you know, no longer have to necessarily be calling up to check whether you're going to, you know, whether you're going to have two journalists in the room or 20 journalists in the room. It's much easier for journalists to, to make time in a day to come to a you know, half an hour, 45 minute press conference online than it is to, you know, drive from one place to another and rock up and, you know, take three and a half hours out of their day. Um, so I think things like our things like the summer school, where a lot of members gave a lot of time uh, to, um, and Mepra, as you know, has always existed to help improve the the, the skill base across the industry. Uh, and we had some really terrific uh, people giving some really very very high quality training across that uh, across that program. And the sign up numbers, um, the sign up numbers are really strong. I think we had over well over well over a thousand uh, maybe even over 1200 people sign up uh for free virtual workshops over the summer um so that that was that was really really good as well um and the, and then you know things like things like the you know our signature events like the Magilus and the awards i think they worked actually quite well in a in a in a in a virtual setting so it was that was that was quite it was quite, I mean, we were certainly the Magilus, we were able to take advantage of people who would not, again, have been able to have taken time out of their diaries to get on a plane and, and fly over um, to, to spend time with us in Abu Dhabi. But, but that worked terrifically, really well. Yeah, that's uh, having been part of the, the strategy board last year, you know, I witnessed firsthand all these uh, excellent initiatives and just how much uh, people, the contribution and and, and uh, helping hands of, of the members and the boards um, and uh, the sacrifices made and the new initiatives created, uh, clearly it was a, it was a successful year um, despite being such a challenging year for for our industry yeah. all industries yeah. and yeah. Uh, i do second uh, uh your comment about the mepra workplace wellness program i uh, utilized that and launched it uh, within my organization it was extremely successful so i mean uh, useful useful initiatives to to all of us out there so so thank you for taking us through that yeah it's a pleasure it's a pleasure yeah. If I, uh, I know you discussed it uh, a little bit, but um, if we were to ask you, what were the biggest challenges for MEPRA and its members in 2020? Well, I think uh, I think no no surprise for from from the members' point of view and also from the MEPRA point of view. Probably the biggest challenge was just just being able to stay afloat, being able to. Uh, just ensure the future of the business uh, and i know a lot of our members took very big hits in having to cut jobs uh, and, and do whatever they could and, and you know and, and metro is no difference and not-for-profit relies on memberships and events and sponsorships um yeah I, we didn't hold a single in-person event uh, during 2020 which means our tickets and revenue and sponsorship um were down um 
and 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 look you know a lot of our members had great difficulty um you know being able to support us so so we we did deliberately took the decision to to put on a lot of events at very either free or at low cost um and 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 get through it that way and really show what value you could be bring as a member of the body um I have to say, we also we also received a an amazing amount of support from from members and from the board. Um, you know, a number of personal contributions around some of the programs and around some of our our costs, um, which which mean that actually, you know, we ended the year and we were we're still going, and that's arguably the most important thing because in you know in in fifteen years time, you know, we want to know that we've you know we've we've toughed it out in in difficult times and and continue to to bring good things to to mem- members and it's it was it was just amazing to see how united an industry could be in spirit um and and it was really you know during those those kind of some of those dark moments in sort of april and may and june when you realize just how how uh how people need need other people in the industry and they needed they needed metra to 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 be a little focal point for that so it was you know, it was uh, it was uh, not without its challenges, but like like every every dark moment has light. I like to think at the end of at the end of the uh, after the dark, there's always a, there's always a light bit. So we have to look. We look forward and, and look to see look to see what's next. And I think you know you've you've taken over at a time where I think people uh, people can see that there's there's lots to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. You've definitely brought us towards definitely uh, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I think it's onwards and upwards from here. Yeah. And if we look at, I mean, if we look at, if you look at 2021, I mean, what, what, how do you, how do you see this year for, for the industry in the region? What's, what's MEPRA going to be doing about that? Well, you know, um, I've, I've talked about this a little bit. I think, you know, we're coming into a year where, you know, um, after the challenging 2020, uh, a lot of lessons learned, a lot of uh, new platforms discovered, you know, uh, it became our sort of survival um, to look into these new uh, online and uh, a sort of uh, different type of communication pathways that previously that we had not really tapped into. So I think this year um, is going to be a year of uh, taking those lessons learned and adapting them to our new strategies. And uh, while uh, we are still on the road of recovery, um, really to a lesson learned from last year that we're going to be using this year in the industry is uh, ensuring that you know our plans, our strategies, everything moving forward is uh, you know adaptable to the situation or to the changing situation, the changing climate. You know, we hope that it's you know as I mentioned, it's onwards and upwards from here. But you know, um, we've learned from last year that uh, to expect the unexpected. So for the industry, um, I think it's we're on a climb now, but I think um, we're cautious and uh, I think hopefully we're more prepared for unexpected change. Yeah. Uh, what sort of, I mean, what sort of, what if, I mean, if you look back from your, your position, what sort of lessons can you take from last year uh, for what com- lessons could communicators take around around COVID and the and the crisis? And what do you what do you what, what does that what does that mean for twenty twenty one from your point of view? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I 
uh, I, I started, I think it's important for us to recognize how, how 2020 affected us all on a personal level uh, and then move on to sort of the, the work and business level. Um, you know, the, the uh, isolation, the quarantine, the, the, the spending time uh, at home with very challenging situations, those with us with kids, um, even those without kids or those with us with families who, who were affected by, by, by COVID. Um, I think a, a lot of the lessons learned for us on a personal level is um, is really uh, you know rediscovering uh, many aspects of our life, and one of them is communications. Um, how we communicate with our colleagues, how we communicate with our family, how we communicate with with uh, other parties or other businesses. So from then onwards, um, in the role of communications in the business, I think it's it's uh, it can be applied on that level. Um, so we we re, we sort of reanalyzed how uh, how effective our communication strategy can be. Um, as I mentioned, using different methods that we we had not discovered before. And um, I think for for Mepra this year, I think. Uh, we can utilize uh, that fact, uh, reach out to, to our members in different ways that we, we may have not considered before, um, communicate, involve our, our members, uh, and uh, we'll ask for more participation in different ways, um, and then sort of take our uh, main goals to, to sort of uh, uh, communicate or reinforce the role of communication professionals. Um, and MEPRA sort of to the wider community through these new platforms. Um, our goals also, uh, you know, are to ensure that our that we engage more and we deepen our values for our members. And I think we've now learned a new way uh, how to reach out to, to everyone, how to communicate, uh, how to keep people involved um, through uh, through social, through online, through digital uh, platforms. So those are definitely lessons that we'll, we'll be applying this year. And how looking, I know you're obviously very well plugged into the industry beyond kind of U, UAE. I mean, what, 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 what's, what is, how, how are people feeling when you go into Saudi, when you, you go to, you know, Kuwait, Bahrain, Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, you know, how, how are people feeling about it there? Is it, is it fair to say it's one industry across the region or are there, are there regional and country differences that we, we need to think about as well? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm, I'm, my, Part of my passion is, you know, um, uh, communicating or or um, uh, sort of diving in and sharing um, cultural communication from the UAE and from the region and the differences and the similarities between them. And I think um, this applies in our industry as well. Um, you know, I've, we've seen some of the countries, uh, you know, uh, communications and public relations actually on a climb last year and Saudi Arabia is one of them. Uh, Qatar as well. Um, so it's a different level for different countries. Of course, it's based on many situations, political, cultural, um, and of course, the the current uh, or epidemic um, and how it's affected. So I think uh, every country is its unique, uh, unique character. Uh, and I think for the PR industry or the communication industry, this is very important to us this year because one of our main goals is to, to focus more on, you know, extending our hand to our partners within the region, uh, utilizing resources, seeing how we can work together 
you know, we have a lot of plans to to host uh, some of our initiatives in Saudi Arabia this year. Uh, you know, we've got, um, you know, in the last MEPRA awards, we saw um, uh, a lot more participation from the region and actually um, people winning from, from, from Saudi Arabia or taking awards from, from different parts of uh, outside the UAE. So I think it's, I think it's a positive time for our industry within the region. I think, um, I think the 2020 has also um, um, allowed for more collaboration between the countries in, in the GCC and further still, um, you know, uh, we all face the same troubles and the face difficulties and we really, you know, extending our hands to each other and, and trying to, to ensure that as a region we are, we are handling or learning from each other in terms of how we handle the situation or how uh, better we can handle the situation. And so uh, communications, I think, played a big part in that and I, our industry played a big role in that not only in, in how to, you know, deal with the situation, but, you know, also um, uh, sort of encouraging uh, people to, to work together, um, you know, companies and businesses and organizations to step out of the sort of safe zone or, or their box uh, and uh, focus on initiatives that help the community rather than, you know, just for, for business. So uh, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, it was a good time. And I think uh, moving forward, it's going to be a very positive time for our industry in the region. Yeah, I must say one of the one of the kind of things I was slightly saddened by in 2020 is that we weren't able to once again go back to Saudi Arabia because at the end of 2019, we held a very successful uh, uh, majlis in Riyadh. Um, and it had, you know, we had we had uh, we, you know, 120 people turned up, which was which was great, and including some some very high ranking, uh, both government officials and also figures if, out of the Saudi corporate life. And I think it's, you know, it's it's always <laughs> anybody who runs an agency here will know that obviously, you know, Saudi Saudi corporates is 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 a massive feature of the GCC economy. You know, it's four times the size of the UAE. Uh, and you see that when you go to Riyadh and you, and you see what some of the issues that they're dealing with there. Um, so it would be, it would be great to, um, to see that that is, that continues a little bit more in 2000, in 2021. We weren't able to do it in 2020 and it would be you know, good to, good to come back as well. Yeah. And we're definitely building on that success, uh, of, of your hosting in Saudi Arabia. We're planning to do um, similar and more in Saudi Arabia this year. And um, I think what's going to help us, uh, you know, um, work with our partners in the region, uh, hopefully, uh, one of our strategies this year is to focus more on uh, Arabic communications, engaging Arabic communication professionals, organizations, in-house, you know, agencies, um, and adding that element to MEPRA. And so, uh, as you know, a lot of our partners in the region uh, uh, focus on, on communications only in the Arabic language. So not just in the UAE, but we're going to be working across, across borders as well. We're hoping to have our own Arabic MEPRA awards, which we're working on, uh, separate from the, the MEPRA awards that's happening uh, at the end of the year. Um, and so we're really trying to uh, celebrate the Arabic language, keep it included in our in our strategy moving forward, uh, and really, you know, uh, this will you know help uh, bring in members uh, and uh, you know collaboration, participation, and I think 
one of the main reasons why I'm doing it is to bring in the experience that uh, I think we previously have not tapped into. And so um, I think this uh, will definitely bring us closer together uh, with our with our members and our partners within the region. Yeah, I think that's the right approach. It's it's interesting. I'd be interested in your view, but my one of my observations over the last over the last year is is that people, as a result of being pummeled by COVID, have have had to reflect on what what uh, their on their purpose on on what the world means to them. And I think for a lot of them, it's going back to it's going back to the the roots of their identity. And I think. Uh, it, it seems like there's there's a lot of a, quite a lot of movement to be to become closer to what you are originally as a as a whether that's a core purpose for a business or core purpose for a for for, for you as a as a as a group of people and so the, I wonder if the, the the time for Arabic has never been more more important arguably in communications as such a a powerful signaler of cultural identity. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think um, I was discussing this before with a colleague, um, especially in our field in communications. And while we were, you know, in Arabic and English language working parallel to each other, um, both uh, reaching, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, many uh, milestones and achievements throughout the years, and a lot of progress made. But I think now is uh, is the perfect time, as you say. Now there's self discovery, and there's you know a, a, a people with the appetite to 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 combine. Now I think these two experiences together. I think they're mature enough, ready now to to, to come together. Um, you know, one of the examples. Uh, well, in the UAE, you know, as you saw in the. Uh, in the elections for the MEPRA chair, uh, it was three UAE nationals, and and, and that was uh, it's unprecedented. So um, it's a good sign. Uh, I think we're ready to ready to share our resources and ready to 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 well help as we say, as our goal is is to you know improve the industry together. Yeah, it was it was it was it was great to have such a such a strong uh, UAE national. Uh, uh, presence in, in 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 terms of the board elections, and I've always I've always obviously I've lived in the region for thirteen years now, but but you know I'm I'm not a native Arabic speaker, and I didn't grow up here, and I've always been I've always been aware that that, that is you know as a, as an expatriate one one is in a transient role in, in in some ways. So I was I was delighted that we had we have. Uh, we have a, a lot, you know, people a lot more actually, and it's not just at the board level. Actually, if you look at if you look at the, the membership, you know, significant proportion of I would say the, the the majority of the membership is from the from the region and of the region, um, and uh, and you know, it's 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 great that the leadership reflects that now. Absolutely. I would like also to tell you that, you know, um, we're not only planning new initiatives, but of course, uh, we will continue to build on the excellent work that you, Lisa, you know, uh, Sabrina and the, the MEPRA team and all our members uh, have achieved in these last two years. Uh, we will continue to, to work on the programs that we discussed and... Uh, you know, uh, we're providing the free workshops that you mentioned, building on the capabilities of, of our teams, of our professionals, um, utilizing, as we say, the new experiences that are hopefully be coming on board, uh, both in the English and Arabic language, um, and then uh, continue from there. Um, but I do have a, a question for you, uh, um, John T. And, Shoot. And I, 
thank you, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> don't so, don't make it a difficult one. <laughs> uh, this is one of the last ones, so it's going to be quite <laughs> Now, I wanted, um, you know, at coming in as chair, obviously I had uh, a lot of ambition, a lot of new ideas, um, a lot of... Uh, uh, initiatives I wanted to launch and uh, you know um, uh, one of our uh, executive board had given me a good advice and uh, had said let's you know you know it's good to be ambitious but uh, um, try to make it achievable try to bring down that list and focus on things that can be achieved within two years so looking back at 2018 when you were elected um, do you, uh, and, and remembering sort of the ideas that you came into, do you feel that you achieve most of what you set out or do you feel that, of course, due to the, the, the changing environment, that your strategy was sort of adaptable to, 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 uh, to the challenges that came forward? God, I can't, my wife would tell you that I can't even remember what I set out to do last week, let alone in, <laughs> in December 2018. But, um, but in, 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 so I said, and the honest answer is some of it probably, uh, you know, I, uh, and I, I did have to have a think back to, to what I set out to do in 2018. But I, but I think there were things uh, around expanding the regional nature of Metpro. I think we've always been aware that Metpro has been dominated probably by the by UAE practitioners, and we set out to both expand uh, relevance to and therefore membership amongst uh, amongst government and corporate and, and individuals throughout the region. And I think if you look at the membership base, I think we are more relevant regionally than we have been before. Certainly there are the, there's an increased number of, of corporate and government members coming out of different countries now than there were before. And when you look at the awards, you know, we, we've got a, a you know, we have entries from the whole of the GCC, the Levant, um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, that's that's definitely expanded. So that's, I would say that that's positive. And I think, you know, getting, I, I think arguably things like this podcast, which would, you know, one of the first things we look we look to launch, have helped as channels to to communicate the kind of richness of what Metro does. Um, so I would say that from from that perspective, I th I think we've I think we've done well. I I did I did have a. a, a I did have a, a plan to, I, I think I was not expecting probably some of the things that we've done that we felt we had to do in 2020. It's fair to say we did not plan for, but I think they they definitely uh, hit our core purpose of, you know, really being the voice of the industry, helping, helping people develop as professionals, you know, looking after them. Um, so I think that would be a, a big tick that wasn't wasn't probably in the, in the box, uh, and I th I think I was I, I think we were yeah I was hoping to do more more work around the region um, in person that obviously didn't happen, um, and and probably we 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 perhaps didn't uh, we we perhaps didn't make we made some progress but not perhaps quite as much as I would have liked to have made in creating a a more close relationship between the buyers and sellers of of public relations services by which i mean procurement um we we did i think we did it's one of those initiatives that got slightly sidelined but i think it's we 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 did a few things we certainly did some reach out but um uh, i think there's there's more to do in in getting getting the the people who who 
who sell public relations services uh, and the people who buy them uh, and the people who facilitate the purchase. I think getting that, getting that, 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 those, all those people talking in the same, more, more close in, in languages that understand each other a little bit better is, is that remains an ongoing challenge, I would say. Um, so well, broad, broadly, broadly, I give myself a tick. Uh, yes, no, <laughs> we, all, we, we all give you a tick, isn't it? Just <laughs> and, uh, you know, as we mentioned before, we're going to be reaching out to you a lot to, for your guidance and, mm -hmm. and uh, thank you for, for, for your, you know, for, for your experience and for your, uh, for your guidance on, on how to move forward. Um, we aspire to be as successful as you and the team were and, uh, and thank you for coming in and, and thank you for, for everyone who's listening as well. Um, you know, always we'd like to uh, leave the podcast by, by suggesting to everyone who's, who's not a MEPRA member yet to, uh, to access the free benefits we have uh, discussed today or contact our team at the community at mepra.org or head to our website for, for more information. And so, uh, John T, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Tarian. It's been great to be here, and good luck with uh, good luck with the coming year. I'm uh, I'm not flying anywhere at the moment, so you know where you can get me. Great, I appreciate it, John.